How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. Supernatural supply. It is not coming by hard working. It is not coming by academic work. It is not coming by position. You will conceive that child by the supernatural. You will get that job by the supernatural. You will expand that business by the supernatural. Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Today, may you hold up your gun as a soldier of God, and may you stop that weeping, may you stop that crying, and take responsibility. No soldier cries on the battlefield. And it shall come to pass, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, call unto me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things. And now, it's very important for you to come to church and feel the presence of God. The Lord spoke to me, he says, my presence that makes a difference. Everything in church becomes an entertainment without the presence. So don't move. Tarry at Jerusalem till you'll be endowed with power from above. Somebody say presence. When it comes to your matrimonial home, it drives away satanic forces. Because darkness and light cannot have coexistence in the same place. Once one appears, one must disappear. So anytime you meet darkness, what you must bring out is light. The presence of the Lord carries healing. It carries deliverance. You will notice this in your New Testament Bible that said, and Jesus was preaching and teaching, and the presence of God was there to heal. The presence was there to heal. Nobody lay hands on them. Nobody anointed them with Zomi and gas oil. The presence there were eliminating cancers. Now let me get to the people here. This one's sleeping. The presence was eliminating sugar diabetes. This one, you experience the presence of the Lord. That will eliminate everything that God didn't put in your system. Because the presence has the capacity to take it out. Because even God couldn't have done a renovation without the presence. The theologians believe that we are not living in the original earth that God created. This earth we are living in is a renovated earth. Because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That was a perfect heavens and the earth. He created it very perfect. Whatsoever the Lord do it, it was good. God doesn't do anything bad. There is nothing bad in him, so he can't produce anything bad. Let me go to the people here. Now, so, in the original, God created the heavens and the earth. And it was original heavens and the earth. And the Bible said the earth was without form and void. There was chaos. There was anarchy. There was, there was disorganization. But God didn't do anything. He has to wait for the presence. And so the spirit of the Lord moved upon the surface. And this morning as the spirit of the Lord is moving upon the surface. In case you need healing, take it this morning. Or in case you need deliverance, take it this morning. In case you need a financial breakthrough, tomorrow by this time. Somewhere, somehow, I can tell you the formula. 
but God will find a way to give money to you. Somebody shout hallelujah to Jesus. The presence, the presence, the presence. You are not conscious of it. You are not conscious of it. You are not conscious of it. You are not sensitive to it. In fact, you live as if you don't need it. But once you are in your car, you need a presence. When the presence is in your car, demons of accident will clear off when your car is coming. When the presence is in your shop, it doesn't matter what they throw there, it will return back to them. Because the presence is what makes the difference. Somebody saw presence. This is the way the Bible puts it in another way. Say, when the enemy comes in like a flat, the presence will lift up a standard. So what about if the presence is not there? I am very conscious of God's presence. I enjoy it. Sometimes when I stand in the presence of God and I see angels come to my room, with a heavy choir and they start singing. I enjoy it. I don't want to come out from that place. Are you getting what I'm talking about? From today, may you experience the presence of the presence, the presence, the presence, the presence. It comes with a financial blessing. destroy the root of every form of barrenness. When Elisha that carried the presence of the Lord entered into the Shunammite woman's house, barrenness gave way for, for fruitfulness. Presence. You remember this one? And there were three men passing and Abraham invited them to come to the house and eat. He didn't know he was inviting presence. So when the presence entered Abraham's house, that barrenness in service, we say, in the year by this time, I shall return. Oh, may the present return back to you in case you have lost it. May the present return back in case you have lost it. It's very, very important for you to understand. This morning, I pray that the presence of God will come to you. Because I come here carrying the presence of the Lord. And in case you are hungry for the blessing, a blessing that those are hunger and thirst after righteousness, and they shall be filled. In case you are hungry for the present, may the Lord release the presence on your life. Take it to the office. Take it to the business. Take it to the matrimonial. Take it to the place. Anybody harassing you will leave you alone. Because of the presence. Presence. It costs oil and flour never get finished for three and a half years. Presence. Disgrace in a wedding ceremony. Presence turn water into wine. So when the presence comes, the impossible becomes possible. You are not conscious of it. You are not. That is why you are struggling. You are not conscious of it. You see, that's why the widow Zarephath, the man of God, said, "Go and do for me first. Forget about yourself. Do for the presence." I carry something you don't carry. Aye. Elijah was coming from the presence of God and he has met tenders and fires and, and a still small voice. Mm -hmm. You see, when Moses returned from the presence, people couldn't look at his face. Presence. So there are people who carry presence. 
It is not because of who they are. God chose them to do that. That's right. It is in God's jurisdiction, in his sovereignty. He decided that you may not respect this person, but he's my chosen vessel. Oh, come on here. You are not listening to what I'm talking about. Then you don't just undermine it. Let me tell you some of the things the Lord told me. He said, as the worldly people and the wicked people, ha, ha, don't take their wicked spiritual masters for granted. The church take their spiritual masters for granted. If there's any revelation God showed me, one of the most dangerous things you can ever do is to become familiar with anointing that is sent for your elevation. The devil will make you stagnant. You will struggle like pushing an articulator. And some of us are in that system now. We are 10 times behind where we are supposed to be. Because we have not acknowledged the thing that is a counter for your lifting. Jesus cried twice in the Bible. He cried to her. One of the first weeping was on Lazarus too. All of them were because of unbelief. The second one, he wept on Jerusalem. And the weeping was that, if you know the time of your visitation, how I could have gathered you like a hen, gather his chicken. So these people, God has come in the flesh, come in their midst, and they were fighting God. People sit in church and they fight men of God. Because you have another one somewhere. And so you think that if this one misbehaves, you go there. Oh, not all clubs survive in every soil. Maybe the assignment God has given you, you are not connected to that anointing. You are connected to the one you are undermining. You are not here by accident. God planted you here for the reason. You must understand that. You must understand that. It's revelation. Hallelujah. I brought some olives from Israel several times, planted it in my backyard, and it died. Several times. Prayed over it, anointed it, oil it, gave it communion. It died. Then I brought one to Reverend Isud in Borga. He planted it and it was flourishing. Wow. It's still there. Later, I thought you saw when I went my Jewish friend said that where you send it is a desert place. He said, Yes, yeah. they survive in deserts. You may be an olive trying to go and plant yourself in a seashore. Oh, if you're a Christian, you'll be clapping for Jesus. I say, if you're a Christian, you'll be clapping for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm hmm. Have you heard that God is eating in the Bible? Does God eat? If God is how you eat, how many boss of Kenke can you give it to him? Have you thought about it? The most scientific statement in the Bible, every statement in the Bible is spiritual except one. Even when you hear say, and this one knew this one. One day I'll preach to you what the Bible doesn't talk about sex, but it talks about knowing. The original King James Version, when somebody slept with somebody, the Bible says, and he knew his wife. It's a very heavy statement. I'm going to explain to you now. You can't handle it, but tomorrow you handle it. When we start the fasting, why he knew his wife? Why this person knew somebody? Hallelujah. Why this person knew somebody? So when somebody is not your wife, don't try to know the person. You go and pick up something and you don't know what to do with it. So when David knew Bathsheba, God said that 
you are going to know an estranged person. The reason we can't leave the King James is because most of the translations are coming to the King James is a translation. It's a direct translation. So when you go and get their minor, minor mistake, they've made it and corrected it in the New King James. That's grammatical because sometimes the way the Bible translates some of the things, for instance, when the Bible was translating the King James and talking about love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he couldn't use the word love, he used the word charity because the Greek word for that love, they couldn't get English word to explain it. And when they just put the word love there, it undermines what God means by saying that if I speak in the tongues of angels and of men, I have no love, I became a, a thinking symbol and, 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 and the blast. And the, the reason God is saying that is that if I just put love there in the Greek, then you are just limiting the word love because if you meet a Greek woman and say, I love you, you must explain which type of life are we talking about. But the English has limitations, so the translation says, let's use the word charity. So we have to go back and find what is a Greek word for charity because you can love and not be a giver. You can love in selfishness, but charity is a love with a motivational factor to give. So charity is a kind of love that is not just expressing itself theologically, but practically want to act. So when a charitable person says he loves you, he will say, I love you, but something is also presenting to you. Watch this. How many of you love God's presence? Are you sure? That's why we fast. The most scientific statement in the Bible is that and Jesus was hungry. If Jesus Christ walking on earth was 100% God and 100% man. When Jesus was walking on the street of Jerusalem, he was 100% man and 100% God. I and the Father are one. He was walking on earth. The Father can do nothing without the Son. He has committed all things to the Son. Look at this. In the beginning was the Word. When you go to heaven, Jesus is not called Jesus. He's called the Word of God. It was his original name. Jesus' name in heaven is not called Jesus. It's called the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Now, for the Bible to say in Luke chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, that he was hungry, it was his human side. That is the statement that makes it possible that every man can fast beyond 40 days. So it's not scientific, and you will never die. Nobody fast and died. Won't God be a wicked man to tell us to do something? You know it is going to harm us. Man shall not live by bread alone. Satan manufactured things, release them, and keep manufacturing. Strange times. Among the things, when I ask God is that, what is going to be the most difficult time and then for the church and what will happen to the church and he told me that one of the things the church should come out of is poverty. Now look at somebody and tell the person it's too expensive for you to remain poor. Tell the person it's too expensive. Biblical way of prospering. What is the way? We can't get it the way the world is getting it. God has set a standard and a line and a pattern for the church to prosper. He said, where we are going, if you are broke, 
you stand the chance of mixing heaven. That is how serious it's going to be. You will sacrifice your Christ and not even know that you have sold him for 10 pieces of silver. Do you know that Jesus, when Judas betrayed Jesus Christ, he was going to use the money for real estate? It's in the Bible. Death Traco real estate. <laughs> Jesus, Judas, that was his plan. But you see, it was so stupid. This is where we are going that all the people he called, they were having some work and he called them. Judas, let me tell you this, Zacchaeus was having one of them. I mean, Zacchaeus was a runner, he's a politician. So Zacchaeus was a tax collector and those said nobody edits them. There was no auditors at that time. He decided how many tax you want to So he meet you and said, Vicky, I love you. He said, no, your tax is 100,000. If you refuse Zacchaeus' proposal, it determines your tax. So there were all kinds of things. That is why he told Jesus that, can I go back and the people he has do? And interestingly, he duped you and list your name. So yes, the name of the people he has do. This guy, I wanted to take her to this school. He said, no, I increase her tax. And if you don't pay, the next time soldiers are in your house. They were very powerful. The kings were depending on them. And they were working with despotic monarchs. People with death and life. Herod them, they can kill you. A despotic man is a man who has no mercy. When he say you will die, you will die. They cut off a mighty prophet's head. And there be a sanqua no betimisa for you to vow. Be careful the dancing you are watching. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you even try to go to the word list place and copy a dance and bring it to church. Because you don't understand. Some of those dances are seduced by demons. Some of them make themselves save their ways. There is a spirit of seduction. There is a spirit of immorality. There is a spirit of lust. When they do it, they arouse people's appetite for sex. And you can't bring it to the house of God. There are Holy Ghost dancing in the house of God that bring the presence of the Lord and may the Lord change the church. We cannot import the worldly things and bring it to the house of God. God doesn't need them. Darkness cannot teach light how light should live. You cannot. You won't survive. No. There is a Rakan proverb. That when you go to farm and you see Nkrani, which I don't know their English name. It's a kind of uh, lion ant that they bite you a lot. And their, their teeth is very sharp. I don't know whether they bite their tail or their mama. They have the crawl like a kind of like, a, like a, the one from the crabs. And then they bite you and they move in groups. And they said that when you accidentally step into them, you can't, the ones that climb you, you can't remove them while you are standing in them. So you must relocate yourself somewhere. In fact, they are so dangerous that when a python is moving around and want to swallow an animal and kill the animal, the python move a certain kilometer and check whether those in crane is not around. Because when he swallow, he cannot move. He has to stay for some time. And when the crane comes, they will kill the python. So when the python discovers their presence, he run away from the play. You better save your life that they come and meet you. Isn't it amazing that the thing that can swallow big things, little things kill them? Yes. Stay with God. Stay with God. Stay with God. You are not as powerful as you think. Stay with God. You are not as powerful as you think. Stay with God. 
as powerful as you are, one little girl can take you out of the kingdom. I saw something about Apostle Paul, first class apostle, the man that wrote to test of the New Testament. He made some statement that is, that is, that is food for thought. He said that, let him take heed lest he fall. Apostle Paul, he said, me, I keep under my body. Apostle, right you are not even a pastor yet, apostle. I'm talking about an apostle, first class apostle. This is the man that let us know that heaven is in layers. There is a heaven one, there is a heaven two, and there is a heaven three. It's, I was caught up into the third heavens. You cannot have third if you don't have one and two. So he knows God, bedroom, chamber, and whatever the inner court. He said, I was caught up to the third. This is statement. He said that I keep under my body and bring it under subjection, lest I have to preach to others. I myself will not be a castaway. What to cast you away from the kingdom? Paul said, Legonge. A central university for over 400 can take me out of the kingdom. So I keep under my body. I make sure I stay out of them. I put boundaries around my life. When he was writing to St. Timothy, he said, do I with the sisters? He said, treat them, the young lady sister, with all purity. He added our. He said, treat them, walk with them in church, treat them like sisters, but make sure the foundation of purity. Don't get too close to them. Don't play with them as if you are a superman. Because you are not a superman. Don't mess around them as if you are a castrated man. Because something inside you can take you out of the kingdom. Can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? Carelessness. The day the trumpet will sound for rapture, people will be dickens who will be sleeping with women. Because some of the warning was like, I'll come like a thief. You see, occupy till I come. Take heed because you don't know when your master is coming. So you must always live your Christian life as if Jesus come the next minute, I'm ready to move. I'm ready to move. The word is making sin very appealing. They are presenting it. The word is doing as if there is no hell. It's coming. It's like, no. It's normal. Hallelujah. You can open your Facebook and be seduced. Mm-hmm. And we have become addicted to things. One of man prophesied, he said, time is coming here. Eh? The word will concord things and give it to us. We will lose our mind and leave her. Eh? I saw a woman who had put his baby on the floor and flipping his phone. And you can flip your phone and forget that your baby is even on the floor. The addiction with some of this social media, it's making some of you lose your prayer life. You cannot pray. If you when you are praying, somebody will send you a message. You are on Instagram. You are on Outagram. You are on Instagram. You are on Facebook. You are on everything. And you are there. And who told you that? You are responsible to answer every call. Who told you that? I was in the presence of God. You, my wife, will call me sometime. I won't answer. No, I won't. Because I'm praying. I'm talking to God. There's nothing you tell me that is important than what God will tell me. I can have more time for you, but that time I have a God, I may not get it again. It takes discipline to become something. We are losing our discipline power. It's not there. It's destroying marriages. You can't chat with your wife in bed, but you can flip phone for two hours. This is where we are going now. Yeah, we are married to social media. 
You enjoy it. So addictive that when we were in church, we were there. I was in the press and the Lord warned me. He said, Take this thing out. He said, When you start serving me, these things were not there. And you have 100% concern. I have your attention. I don't have your attention. Those things can take your attention from God. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has destroyed matrimonial homes. Affection is breaking. You are more addicted to your phone than your husband. So you can't have affection. When you start confessing that you are all sleepy. But you are feeling sleepy when you are talking to your wife. But you can take your phone two hours and you are on it. And you will know that two hours is gone. You will know. When you wake up and your eyes open, the next thing you pick is your phone. It's there. You are so addicted that when your phone gets missing, I see part of your body is gone. Maybe you'll be delivered now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Or not. These are things God spoke to me. I heard this voice direct. Direct. He said there are people here now. They don't have marriage again. Phone has taken over the marriage. You can watch movies on it. You can flip it on it. Ha. Whilst you are watching this one, you roll. Another person come, you roll. Another person come, you roll. Well, check the preachings on the phone. People have got on it. 21K. Check the stupid things. 1.8 million. Yeah. People want you to watch stupid things. They said somebody's phone got missing. And he reported it to the police. And he could also find his wife. Because there was some chaos somewhere. They said, can you describe your wife? He said, he's tall, small. He's that. And the police said, what about your phone? He said, yes, it's an iPhone. It has a black cover. I put a protection in the face. And I have two uh, toy things standing at the top. Now the back, when you press, you make faint, faint, then it comes back. He described his phone from she to she and cannot describe his wife. It was easy for the police to stretch the phone and get it for him, but they couldn't find the wife. Because all he said is that the wife is a little bit tall. That's all. That's where we are. That's where we are now. We are there. As if you are taking it for granted, you are there. Mobile phone will take people to hell. I'm telling you. Mobile phone will take people to hell. People will sit on it, uh, they will backslide, they don't know they are backsliding. No. Now, the way the word is appealing it now, you can be out of the faith and you still feel like you are in it. You can backslide and not even know because the presence that will wake you up and come to the eternal scale of justice is called conscience. Conscience is what makes somebody is not a Christian, but you won't stay. So when you go to Dubai and you leave your phone there, nobody picks it up because of conscience. And they know the consequences that are going catching you as a thief. So Apostle Paul said, during the end time, ha, ha, men will have seared conscience. It means that they do evil and feel nothing. You come to church and steal somebody's back and go comfortably. Mm. Can I tell you conscience? Conscience said, I sat in a car. I went to a shop. I bought something. The teller gave me more than I supposed to have. I got back to my car. I drove to East Legon, trying to take some coins to buy cocoa and Nkatia. And when I opened it, I saw that, wow, the money is more. Immediately, two words and two sides of the conscience will begin to speak. The demonic conscience said, that, go, this is your day the Lord has made for you. <laughs> And be rejoice and be glad. You remember you pray today in your devotion that God should visit you financially. Then immediately another voice will speak very small. 
If you take this, you have disgraced me. Let me tell you something that happened. I turned back. I took the money back. The girl was in tears. He told his friend, I gave the man that came here more than. But somebody told me he's a pastor. If he's a pastor, he will bring it back. Assuming I pocketed the money. So there are things you are doing here, you have shot somebody's faith. There is a boy that is making advances towards you, spoke to another friend, and the guy said he's a Christian. And the guy has said in his heart that if he's a Christian, he will reject my offer to have sex with her. But when he came, the offer was open. So how will he serve God? None of them can serve me in poverty again. But bless us. He said, you are not ready for it. Why is that we are not ready? He said, you can't be a thief and attract my blessing. You can't be a liar. You can't be walking in a church, disrespect, dishonor. No. Let your eye be single. Don't live your life having ten pastors. No. It doesn't work. You must have other pastor friends that help you, but have a spiritual father. Somebody that can cover you and pray for you. Yeah. Nobody in this church has a problem. I'm telling you, if you are in this church, you are under true covering. The problem with the church is wrong heart. The problem with church is wrong heart. And wrong heart, nobody can pray for you. You must work on it. Wrong heart. Some of you, the way you are living with your wife, wrong heart. Your attitude towards your wife, wrong heart. You need God. Where we are going, everybody needs God. He told me, say, without me, you can do nothing. Yes. No, you can't do anything. Some of these worldly people, you see their money, don't envy them when they are struggling. Mm. They can't yeah. sleep. They are under depression. Some of them is sick and draw. Mm. And money has conditions. Mm. Oh, man. In fact, there are some that cannot touch their wife because the, 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 the condition for the prosperity is impotency. Mm. We encounter one that wants us to pray for Sir, the blessings of the Lord make it rich. And you will add no. Can I say that again for those who are not clapping? The blessings of the Lord make it rich. The Lord said, the greatest danger that has come to the church is that People sit expecting me to act in authority over the enemy. But the authority to deal with the devil, I didn't take it to heaven, I left it on it. So, Vero, if your business is not going on well, if you try and it doesn't work, call your spiritual father. It is called reinforcement. Reinforcement means adding additional strength. That is why the police can call for backup. It doesn't mean that the police, but where they are facing, they will need some reinforcement. So they bring the reinforcement so that they can overpower the enemy quickly. And in the realms of the spirit, those principles don't change. If you find something to a certain point and you see that you are not breaking through, call for reinforcement. Because listen, sometimes they can escape some soul. God knows it. He that escaped the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay. He that escaped the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. So the prophetic oil is the last sword to finish there. Now, arrogance and pride 
Make some of you think that you can fight some battles. No. There are battles I face. I call for fathers. Because there are some things, eh, there are some things, it's not anointing that does its experience. Experience can do what anointing cannot do. Moses carried the anointing and he has seen God face to face, but he doesn't have organization structures and experience and wisdom to lead the people of Israel. He was more anointed than Jethro, but Jethro had a scale. He said, if you continue this way, you will die. Raise up elders and put an anointing in them. God didn't give Moses that instruction. It was Jethro's mind, but when he raised the elders, God put anointing on them. Think about it. It was not God's idea. It was Jethro's idea. But God didn't renounce it. God put the oil. In fact, there was one guy that was not chosen. His name was just mentioned in the camp. The oil visited him. So when you get in tune with anointing, you don't even need to be checked. Whatever you are, the oil will be upon you. Yeah. All the time my children enjoy, I never enjoy 1% of it. Never in my life. What are you talking about? Never. I won't drink this. I won't drink when I go to school. Tell mommy, we are fed up with this drink. We are, my time, you don't even have the drink. You, 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 are, you are what? You are fed what? No, no, no. You don't have a choice. You don't choose what you want to drink. What are you talking about? Huh? I want to give, eat waffles and what? What waffle? Yaka, yaka. I told God, I said, I'm not a failure. When I look at the children, I said, I'm not a failure. And so it is biological, so it is with spiritual. If you are here, you don't talk to somebody, go and reconcile. This is not a time for you and your wife to be fighting, live in harmony, enjoy marriage. This is not a time. Some of you are sitting here, you are not in good terms, you are just there, and you die. your mother has come into your middle. Mm-hmm. You will die and leave both of you suffering. Yeah. So you people must align yourself, prepare yourself for the blessing. If you and God was coming to the camp, he said, Moses, tell them to bath. Ask somebody, do bath before coming to church. That's there. What is it? It's everybody. Some of you are looking at me. Who knows? Spiritual things. God is coming to the camp. He said, tell them to bath. There are things we say people love. It's possible somebody is here who has not bath. So you prepare yourself. You stand in the gap. You sit and say, honey, we can't continue like this. Tension in the home. How can the presence come there? Order is more important to God than prosperity. Because when prosperity made chaos, it becomes a disaster. Order is the accurate arrangement of things. God's obsession is order. If God's obsession is anointing, no pastor will die. Order. Every failure can be traced to a broken focus. Love your wife. Submit to your husband. Two of you must make the thing work. How can two work except they be in agreement? How will you people continue fighting? Raising children. Children see you fighting. Misunderstanding, confusion. Everything you, you get. Now, this is where the trap comes in. When you start doing that, the next thing you do is that this one feels this one, something is wrong with this one. Then it pushes the man into adultery. Now, Adultery introduces a spirit that drives God's presence away. Hey, you need a presence, oh? Oh, you need it. It eliminates sickness. It brings divine health. It makes you walk in peace and sound mind. Harmony. You may not be a millionaire, but you meet all your needs. Oh, 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 oh. Now let me end with this thing. Titan has what it brings to you. Offering has what it brings to you. 
Then I'm also going to show you that the first fruit also has its contact of a release of a blessing. Tithes shut the mouth of devourers and keeps the windows of heaven open. But first fruit releasing promotion and abundance. The first thing about the first fruit is that it must be presented in the house of God. The first time you don't practice it, that's not me. God has taken his side over it. It was one of God's first points that everything that opened the mattress is mine. Even tithe started before the law started. Tithe was there before the law came. Are you getting what I'm talking about? But let's say, let's come to logic. Somebody say logic. Now, logic thinking demands that. Eh? You don't need to be even a Christian to be a giver. Do you understand? There are people who are not Christian, but they do charity. They just give. And everybody that is giving, there is an amount of power God gives to you to rule. So somebody say, givers are rulers. Now, I discovered that when you go to your hometown, eh, and even them cry, you give them money, they start calling you uncle. Yes, so Pastor Bet is about maybe less than 40 years or something, but because he gave his uncle his sister two years, he was oh, me papa, yeah, papa, yeah, you will become a father by force because you are giving. You become a father of old men. You are not listening to what I'm saying. You are not listening to me. So let's run this in very quick. Exodus chapter 34, verse 26. Exodus 34, 26. The first of the first fruit of thy land, thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not seed a kid in his mother's milk. The first of the first fruit of thy land, thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord. So the first thing you must learn from first fruit is that it must be brought to the house of the Lord. Everything working in the field, or everybody working in the field in that time, was expected to give their first fruit. Everybody say first fruit. Now, it is when you bring the first fruit that God blesses the others for you to enjoy it. But God said that the first fruit is mine. When you study the Bible, God collected first fruit everywhere. For instance, when Israel came out of Egypt, the first country they were fighting was what? You remember why God told them? He said that don't take anything at Jericho. Because Jericho is the first fruit. Once you are fighting, whatever comes first belongs to the Lord. If you take that which God has not given to you, God will take that which he has freely given you. So the first step of the thing is that every first fruit must be presented into the church. Are you getting what I'm talking about? And everybody working in a field was expected to give their first fruit of Deuteronomy chapter 18. Give me verse number four. Quickly. The first fruit also of thy corn and of thy wine and of thy oil and of the first of thy fleece of thy sheep, shall thou give to the Lord, shall thou give to him your wine, your we are jungwa, first ones that came, present it to God. Now today we can't bring a jungle, we can't bring this, we can't bring this. If you go and import things from abroad, take some first fruit out of a salad and present the seed to God. Make God become committed to what you are doing. You see, a lot of the business people in church, eh, one of the reasons they are struggling is that, now let me tell you, whether you believe it or you don't do it, anytime you won't do your own, Satan will copy the counterfeit and use it. Mm-hmm. They use it. The people that go to this Juju people and that kind, they carry things there. They bring their sheep, they bring. Now, if you see them doing homo and things, they say they will not eat something until they present something to the shrine. Yeah. 
So they copy the thing as a counterfeit. They use it, they practice it. You see, the way you want to get, you want to get it natural. Explain it to me. How you are doing cake. And you want to go back and check the flour and the oil. And when you go, the flour is filler. And three and a half years, the cake and the oil and the flour never got finished. Supernatural. Think about it. Think about it. The problem with you is that you want to do it. You see, it is not possible for us to build this thing natural. We can't. It has to be supernatural. So, where the word is going now, you can't make it natural. You will still have some form of money. Babu said, who oh, others are with the car? And then you are under stress. Or the thing is not going the way you are. But when you keep it in the supernatural, no matter the level God is bringing, you'll be at peace. Not everybody doing business is at peace. Some of them are doing it with fear. So some of them cannot even be stagnant with one thing. Or try wake a cry. No, I could try wake a cry. No, I could try. And the reason they try and error is that their faith and confidence is not in God. And they'll push them to go and copy from the unbelievers. And they enjoy it when they see the Christian copying from them because they know your end will be destruction. They themselves, they know some of the things they do will not work. They know it won't work. It won't work. It's only what God does that work. So let God become committed to what you do. Now, boy, for instance, how do you make money common around you? Job chapter 22 and verse number 21. Watch this. If thou return to the Almighty, I told you the whole night, it's not giving that guarantee your prosperity. It's giving with spirituality. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Thereby good shall come to thee. What will come to you? Good. Acquaint yourself to thee and go to the next verse. Huh? And be happy. Receive, I pray thee, the Lord from his mouth. So the things I'm preaching, huh? okay, receive it from the mouth of God's servant. Receive the Lord from his mouth and lay up words in your heart. So when you close it, the things I've taught, go and practice it. When I say bring your tithe, begin to prepare your first fruit. By last, the last side of the year, present it to God. Receive, I pray thee, the Lord from his mouth. Uh, and lay up his words in your heart. Now watch this. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. So in case you are running away, come back. In case you are backslider, come back. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from your tabernacle. So the first key of prosperity is that make sure you are not living in sin. Put iniquity out of your tabernacle. What will happen to you? Then thou shalt lay up gold as dust. When you do the things I'm telling you, you will lay up gold as dust and gold of offer as the stones of the brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be your defense. And you will have plenty of silver. This is God's way. Can I try to just write it down? Your increase may not come until you have paid your first fruit. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 23. And when he shall come unto the land and shall have planted all manner of trees for food. Mango tree, tomatoes tree, cucumber tree. He said, ah, all planted for two. Then you shall count the fruit thereof as uncircumcised. So if you have not presented your first fruit, if you eat any of the fruit, the fruit is uncircumcised. So even the fruit and the food we eat from our staff, you must circumcise them by bringing first fruit to God. Three years shall it be as uncircumcised unto you. It shall not be eaten off. Go to the next verse. 
But if the fourth year or the fruit thereof shall be holy to praise the Lord with that. So after fourth year, after you bring your first fruit, the rest of the thing becomes holy. Once you pay your first fruit, the rest of the things becomes what? Holy. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Give me from verse number one. Quickly. If you want me to bless them, they must fulfill all righteousness. Who are you to baptize Jesus? Who? John the Baptist got trembled and said, Hey, Master, I have revelation about you. Me, me, was you. I'd rather to be baptized by you. Look at this. He says, Suffer it to be so. To fulfill all righteousness. So there's a place you bury your title and your pride. Because it must fulfill all righteousness. And it shall be, when thou art come into the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and possess it, and dwellest therein, go to the next verse, that thou shalt take off the first of all the fruit of the earth. The first. The first. The first. What is the man to say? Now they are about the first. Huh? Don't go and bring tomatoes in this house. <laughs> go and sell it. Because when you bring it, it will be rotten. Eh? You remember when you go to do sacrifice and you don't have the, 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 the she goat, God said, give the equivalent. Even in the Passover, he said, the house that don't have the goat, they should share with other house. But God will not cancel the amount you must bring. But find some family and connect yourself to them. So he made sure that even the poor is not exempted. Oh, watch this. Everybody was giving their offering. And a woman came to put in a mite. And Jesus picked it up. On the basis of mercy, wouldn't Jesus give it back to her? Mommy. Revelation tells me that when I check your house, this is all you have. I want to ask you a question. Did Jesus give the money back to the woman? What did he do? He used the money to teach and drop the money back. Why did he to give it back to him? Because keeping the money in the offering basket is the only way for the woman's poverty to be turned around. Yeah. If you were a Christian, you'd be clapping for Jesus Christ. Is somebody hearing? So watch this. This one, garlic. Ah, is that somebody feel like doing still here this morning? Man, this one, if you don't know, it is called. Um, hey, keep quiet. This one is called carrot. This one is called Enyadua. This one is called green pepper. Is that correct? Sweet pepper. Okay. This one is called Pakoshito. Is it not that? The Pakoshito is what? The green, green one. So this one is what? Pepper. This one is Boga Jenny. This one is garlic. This one is Boga Tomatoes. God said those days, watch this. Keep it on the screen. Keep it there. Thou shalt take off the first of all the first fruit. It means if you go and work someplace, the first salary they give to you is not your money. That's why you are so struggling maintaining your income. Because the rest, God has not blessed it. First fruit. That is what opening the womb of your job account. Present it to God. The rest is blessed. So, first fruit is for promotion. Two years, yes, we are managing director. It is standing on first fruit. Some people have worked for 15 years, no promotion. Even God is trying to live your life for you. How will you be blessed? 
you will follow the unbelievers and nothing. Let me tell you, some of the unbelievers, they practice it. There is a guy who wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad. Before he became a Christian, he said, I don't believe in Christ. But I believe there's a force behind the church. And he said, anytime my business is going down, there's a small church. I find a seed and go and put it there. And my business starts turning. Because you know what? Mm. You know why I'm coming down? It's gravity. Whether you are anointed, unanointed, fat, small. Once you jump, you break your leg. Are you getting it? So a principle is an established law. hospital bed. That's why there are some people, hospital bed can never accommodate them. Everything is right. I will rebuild the devourer for your sake. Bring the first ceilings in your house. Bring it. How am I going to live? Oh, the beds of the head have no parents. Okay, what about if you are fired from the work, what are you going to leave? Redundancy will not touch you. These are things that exempt you from the attacks of the enemy. They will fire everybody in office and say, you, we can't keep you up. Christian, you'll be clapping for Jesus. Are you enjoying the presence of the Lord? Carry your first fruit. Bring it to the presence of God. And let God bless the rest for you to enjoy. This is a principle in the Bible. Look at it. Thou shalt take off the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land, that the Lord that God giveth thee, the end, and shall put it in the basket. In tea. If you start that way, a time is coming, you'll bring sack money. Amen. I receive it. I receive it. Yes, Lord. Amen. Now the trimodino necessary. And then you come and then you you see you will present where girl the first offering that was presented on this way. Go and check Cain and Abel's offering. Check it. You check that. Abel went to the fattiness of the cow. Instead of Cain going for the first fruit to the vulnerable one, and the Bible says God rejected. Not every offering in church God accepts. That's why your life has no change. Eh? Somebody will get from church, and they first fruit. You mean the Old Testament? Oh, sir. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Is it in the Old Testament or New Testament? So you, the scripture that must defend you there, it work. The one that you must pay price, that one is old. You see how the human beings operate? The Lord is my shepherd. Is it Old Testament or New Testament? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, old or new, you quote it before you sleep. Thank God for Jesus. I didn't come to condemn the old, I came to fulfill it. Give the Lord a clap of you. So we don't want to, we don't want to do it when it comes. You see, we try to become spiritual, trying to get smart on God. So come and pay your friend for Old Testament. Then we have be tattooed, no weapon, no weapon. Form, weapon, form, form. No, that's what it is. Because you have chosen which scripture must work for you. And with the devil is a liar. May the Lord open our understanding to know his purpose and will for our life. And let's stop all these spiritual patterns. If you want to be blessed, obedient, there's no substitute for it. This is what it is. The first fruit I'm going to show you in a second. Brings promotion, 
brings blessing, bring that. The Lord says, why are you practicing things you don't teach your sons and daughters? In the Old Testament, one man of God must die before the anointing comes to somebody. In the New Testament, once you are there, you can transfer it. Because Jesus Christ eh, impacted, he said, go and cast out demons. He has not died, but he sent them on a mission. And they say, the demons are subject to us in your name. You see, the difference between the Holy Ghost and Jesus is that when Jesus came here, he can only get people repent, but he can't get them born again. He said, repent. That's all. For the regeneration of your spirit, only the Holy Ghost can do that. So the first set of people that became born again was the day of Pentecost. Mm. That is where the devil saw that. The people's spirit that he stole, Adam, and that is nature, it has changed to become like Jesus' spirit. So Satan saw the first set of born again people, their spirit has been changed like the original Adam he tempted. And so nothing stops them from going to heaven. So in the day of Pentecost, Satan saw that people has been regenerated. They have been rebirthed. Are you getting it? But when Jesus was there, he can only forgive your sins, but he cannot get you born again. That is why he said, it is expedient for you that I go. If I don't go, the comforter will not come. Two of us cannot stay here at the same time. But if I, another word for expedience, is profitable for you that I go, so that the one that can get you born again will come. Number two, when Jesus was here, he can be one place at the same time. But the Holy Ghost can be everywhere at the same time. So that's the difference between the two of them. That's the difference between the two of them. It is a speed that is profitable for you that I go. If I don't go, the comforter will not come. When he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will reveal me to you. So if you meet Jesus, you will never know me very well until the Holy Ghost comes. That's why the Bible says nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. What first fruit offering is all about? What is on Exodus chapter 18, verse 12? Huh? Beside giving God our first fruit, we must give him the very best. We must make sure that the one we are bringing is very best. So, Ukocha, menkenino anase janyaduano, abontia, abontia, you see? Yeah? Is there a difference between this one and this one? Huh? You don't present this one to God. And then take this one to your kitchen. There is only one time God complained about it. They brought God. They said, He said, Will you give that to your governor? Will he accept it? If you bring God in the insulting offering, he will sit in heaven and close his eyes. Then you present that one to God. We are not conscious of spiritual things. Hey, that's what somebody were. Daddy, don't you have a little blessing? I say, it's all. I don't pray. Nenche yewodia, inyan yewodia, ponko yewodia. Those people value spiritual blessing than the natural. All the will, the things of Isaac is there, but they are not fighting it like the blessing. When they met together, the one that got the blessing was a nation. Think about it. You are not conscious of spiritual blessing. Now, give me Ezekiel chapter 48, verse 14. Look at what God said prophetically about the first fruit. Look at it. Don't exchange anything for it. 
Don't exchange it for anything. It means that so I saw the tomatoes bring and cook one. And I went to ask and I made tomatoes see there. Send your bogo bogo yeah yeah. I made tomatoes yes kaka kra. Nyame. Can some of my tomatoes? But since I remember Jane kaka. Number my ginger me into the ginger too. That's how tomatoes. Send your bogo bogo yeah. I made chawa be hammer drink pa. No Peter. What is this? Ezekiel. Ah. And they shall not sell of it. Neither exchange. No. Alienated the first fruits. Don't exchange it for anything. Give God what is due him. Some of you, God doesn't deserve anything good. Right? Do you know how that attack is? Let me tell you something. And it's one of the things that bothered me. People walk, hey, intersorry, they say, hey, hey, sorry. So, as for God, he doesn't deserve anything good. The problem is not the building. People say, I'm sorry, na I say. So you know to go to church of Pentecost and say roller coaster. Sorry, That's what it is. That's what we want to worship God. No, God never let us test him anything unless on giving. Don't test me with anything. But when he come to give, he said, "Test me and see." Faithful. Faithful. No fun in Santo. So, Kakra, what you about first fruit? Next to get the Kakra back home. Now, a radim wow. Now, walk in obedience. I pray that God will have mercy on us. The Lord deliver us from disobedience and rebellion. And the Lord give us a humble heart. You are blessed and highly favored. Stand to your feet and give God thanks for His word. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.